0: You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. All right, all right, we're back at it again doing another live devotional. And today what I want to talk to you about is gloating, how the Bible tells us not to gloat. And today's text that I want to share with you is from Obadiah, Obadiah chapter 1, verse 12. Now, you may be saying, Obadiah, that's a weird name. Is that even in the Bible? Absolutely. It is actually the smallest book in the Old Testament. So you may not know where it's at. You may need a concordance, but there's only 21 verses in this little uh, letter. However, there's a powerful punch and a powerful message for us today from the book of Obadiah. Now, we don't really know very much about Obadiah, the prophet, uh, the messenger, but we do know his name means this, one who worships God. He's a worshiper of God, and as he was worshiping God, God gave him a message uh, in the means of a vision. Like so many other prophets, there's Isaiah, there's Micah, uh, Nahum, Habakkuk, they all had visions from God. And then God would speak to this messenger and the messenger would speak to the people. Uh, God would often speak to his prophets uh, on his behalf so that people would know his will. And there would be scripture. Like Amos 3.7 says, Surely the Lord does nothing unless he reveals his secret counsel to his servants the prophets. And so God would use the prophets in the Old Testament to reveal his counsel, his will for the future. That's what's amazing about prophecy. God knows the beginning from the end, so he actually tells things that are going to happen, and he does that through pictures of visions, but he also speaks um, and direct messages to prophets, and the prophets speak to people. And so Obadiah is one of these prophets. God's revealing some things about the future to uh, Obadiah about the nation of Edom, uh, E-D-O-M, Edom, all right? Now, Edomites were from the person Esau, Jacob's brother, Uh, and there was a lot of tension between the Israelites and the Edomites. Uh, This tension between brothers started, the origin was back in Genesis chapter 25, you can read about it, I think all the way through 32. Um, Basically, Jacob and Esau had this birthright that Jacob deceived for Esau's birthright, uh, and so there was a lot of friction in the family, not only lasted with Esau and Jacob. He, Jacob became the Israelites when God changed uh, his name and the Jewish uh, people. And then Esau, the brother, was the Edomites, or from uh, they established Eden, okay? And since then there was hostility between these two brothers and these two nations. But the Lord commanded Israel, the nation, to still treat Edom with love and respect, despite how they were enemies and had friction. Deuteronomy 23 verse 7 says, You shall not abhor an Edomite, for he is your brother. That word abhorred means to hate uh, viciously. You shouldn't hate these people viciously. Uh, they are actually to be loved by your brother. Sort of like how Jesus tells us as believers. Hey, love your enemies. Pray for them. Like in Matthew 5, 44, verse 48. Now, despite all this, and I'm giving you this history and this Context, so we can really get the message in verse twelve. Despite all this, the Edomites would like, uh, would actually acted um, hatred towards the Israelites, and they were enemies instead of behaving like blood brothers. Now, in Scripture passages like Ezekiel thirty-five five says that the Edomites harbored an ancient hostility. Right, and there are many more verses that say how the Edomites uh, in the Old Testament actually mistreated the Israelites, and there was this friction. And so Obadiah, in this book, this 21 verses, one chapter in the Old Testament, he's going to speak judgment on the Edomites for their sinful ways and their hatred ways towards the Israelites. Okay, God actually does judge sin, not just in the house of God or the church or the uh, the nation of Israel, but the whole world, the nations. He's the God of the nations. And in verse 15 is sort of a theme verse or the context of of the whole book. It says this, for the day of the Lord is near upon all nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. And so God uh, through Obadiah is speaking to the Edomites, the nation of Edom and saying, hey, I see your sin. Verse 3 says that he sees their pride and their wicked ways, how their pride has deceived them, thinking they can get rid of all this sin and just doing all this stuff and not be judged by God. And so in verses 2 through 9, God declares judgment on this nation. And verses 10 through 16, he specifically calls out their sin and why he's judging them. This is important for you and I, because if God's going to judge certain sin, we should stay away from that sin because we want God's mercy, not his judgment. And so he judges this nation for a few things. Uh, One of the reasons is they used violence against their brothers. They were violent people, and they they, uh, inflicted torture and and suffering on the nation of Israel. They not only did that personally, but then the second thing is they assisted uh, the Israelites' enemies in attacking them. So they were violent, they assisted the enemies that attacked the nation of Israel, and the third thing is they ignored the impending wrath of God. God had warned the Edomites. they knew the nation of Israel, they even had heard the prophets speak to them, and they had warnings. And in verse 12, it's this last warning, this last sin that he was judging this nation for. It says in verse 12, Do not gloat over the day of your brother, in the day of his misfortune. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their ruin. Do not boast in the day of distress. The Edomites, they celebrated Israel's misfortune and looked down on the Jewish people. They were prideful in their own heart. In the days of distress and destruction, when the Lord was dealing discipline to the Jewish nation, the Israelites, the Edomites, they delighted and rejoiced in that. They gloated. They cared more about themselves. And their own vengeance. Because remember, there was tension between the nations. And so when that nation went down, they they rejoiced and got excited. They gloated. They took pride in putting down others. They celebrated when other peoples were going through misfortune. And it wasn't very loving. And God says, listen, I'm going to judge you for this. For not being loving. For putting other people down. For in your heart, having all this pride. God did not want them to boast and to gloat. And he said, I'm going to punish you now for this. The same way that you hate and you give violence and that you assist enemies and and that way you neglect the fear of the Lord, I'm going to hold this against you, this sin against you. And you know what? It's a warning for you and I. Many years later, the principle is still true. God doesn't want you and I to gloat either. God doesn't want us to boast and to gloat over people's misfortune and their falling." You know, Proverbs 24, verse 17 and 18 says, Do not gloat when your enemy falls. When he stumbles, do not let your heart rejoice, or the Lord will see and disprove and turn his wrath away from him. God wants us as his followers to display mercy and love because he displayed mercy and love towards us. Yes, his enemies. Romans 5, 8 says that we were... Enemies of God, but God in his love despite our sin came still to save sinners like you and I. In fact, the Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 in the New Testament, Paul says it this way. Brothers, speaking to believers, people like you and I that follow Jesus, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you be tempted as well. And so remember, we are sinners saved by grace. That's what the church is, this community of sinners saved by God's grace. And we mess up as well. We need forgiveness and we need mercy. And Galatians 6 reminds us and it says, we need to have a spirit of gentleness. Or another great word for that is humility. Remember, the Enamites were deceived by their pride, but God wants us to walk in humility when it comes to our enemies falling, when it comes to people falling into sin and getting the wrath of God and judgment because we all fall short of the glory of God. We all sin. We all need to receive the mercy from God. And because as believers, we have received that mercy. It should cause us not to gloat, but to praise God and to give mercy to others, even our enemies. Now, this doesn't mean that we approve of our enemy's sin The Enemites were called out on the carpet for their sin, and God saw that. And it doesn't mean that we even help people in their sin and in their pride, but it does mean that as believers we love people, show people compassion, mercy, and humility, and we pray for them. You know, it was like the prophet uh, Juha told King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 19.2. He said, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord, so bring on your wrath from the Lord? And the answer is no. No, we don't partake in the wickedness and love the sin unless the Lord judges us as well. But being loving biblically does not mean that we need to approve of sin and participate in the sins of the world. We can still love people while standing true to God's ways in in humility, stand in His righteousness, and let God judge people. Remember verse 15, that the key theme of this whole book. It says, for the day of the Lord is near upon all nations. Listen, God will judge the living and the dead. He doesn't need us to be pointing the fingers, putting people down. He needs us to be loving people, standing for truth and praying for people so that they would repent and turn to him. So they wouldn't have that judgment. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And we care Uh, We are to care, we are to let God uh, take these judgments and judge people. Uh, His judgment is perfect, and His timing, and His way. But when we gloat, and we get caught up and so prideful, and put other people down, and make fun of them, and and, and disprove them, and, and are harsh with them in their pride, thinking that we're better, God doesn't want that for us. He wants us to love people, even our enemies. And so I would just give you this warning from Obadiah 1.12. Don't, don't gloat. Don't be caught up, especially in social media, please. Gloating, don't get caught up in gloating and rejoicing when people are judged or when people fall. Give mercy, give love. You don't have to approve of their sin, but you can give grace and mercy. God didn't approve of our sin. He gave grace and mercy. And he died on the cross for our sins and we can now go to God. And we should be pointing people to God when they fall to help them restore in a spirit of gentleness or in humility. So let's just keep praying for people that they would repent. Let's just stay humble as Christians, knowing we need God's mercy as well to be saved from God's judgment. And so my encouragement is from Obadiah 1.12. The Lord says, do not gloat. They were being judged because they gloated. Let Let's make sure that we aren't being judged because we gloat, because people fall and stumble. We know that it's a part of our life and it's going to happen. And when people do that, let's lift them up in the Lord and let's point them to a Messiah, a Savior, who gives grace and mercy in humility as you turn to him. So I hope that was an encouragement to you. Obadiah, you should read it. It's only 21 chapters, but this is just another little devotional or a uh, Bible study to get you thinking about God's Word. And uh, We'll continue to do that. Man, if you have been blessed by these devotionals, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Make sure you share this with your social media network, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it may be, Uh, and share the Word. Help us continue to get this word out to people. Love you, praying for you, and uh, may God bless you today.